Sensecast, a podcast on the journey of social entrepreneurs. Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of Sensecast. I'm Fatu. And I'm Antonis. Today we're recording from Impact Hub Berlin. We're here together with our guest, Coral Roos, the founder of Zero Waste Berlin Festival and a member at the Impact Hub. Hi, Coral. Hi, thank you so much for having me here. So first things first, who is Coral Roos and what is Zero Waste Berlin Festival? I'm Coral, founder of the Zero Waste Berlin Festival CSA. I'm originally from Spain, but I have been living here in Berlin for a few years. At personal level and really interested in sustainability and zero waste. And that's also why I spend part of my free time researching and learning about the topic. Um, I also really like to travel, uh, know new places, culture, people. And another one of my big passions is gastronomy. And this is something I also try to mix uh, with, uh, with my trips. So I always like to discover the regional food and try to go to new places to try new foods. And at the professional level, I'm currently working at the second edition of the Zero Waste Berlin Festival that will be celebrated on the 19th and 20th of June at Malzfabrik here in Berlin. And well, this year we're really thinking on having this finally in person and also trying to see the possibility of creating a hybrid event what I would like to say also for the people to know what is Zero Waste Berlin Festival is that it's an event not only focused on zero waste, but also on circular economy and sustainability. And we are open for citizens and also for companies and entrepreneurs. Wow, a live event or a hybrid event. It's been a while since we've seen those. So how did you first develop the idea behind Zero Waste Berlin Festival? And perhaps you can... Speak about your feelings and your motivation. What led you to start this? Well, um, I have to say that I've been always interested in sustainability. And since I was a kid, I always recycled at home. I was always speaking with my family to take it serious, trying to bring this habit of recycling to every place and every people that I have been living with. But of course, with the years, you realize that recycling is not enough, is uh, not doing or not working as well as we really expect. So you start realizing that you don't have maybe enough impact or as much impact as you would like to have. So it was in 2018 when I discovered the Zero Waste Movement. And then that was the moment when I realized that that was what I really needed to, to do to have a real impact. So in 2018, uh, after that moment of realizing that uh, this is what I wanted to implement in my life, I started to make changes in my own personal life. But after a few months, I also felt that I didn't have enough resources and that I didn't have enough information. So I felt that need of connecting with other people. And then I started to look for some groups or small communities here in Berlin. But I was really surprised when I realized there was not any international community in the city. So I decided to start my own. So in May 2019, I created a meetup group 
And the meetup group name was Zero Waste Berlin International because I wanted the group to be international and welcome everyone. And we created the first event. So normally when you have a meetup group, you expect like 10, 15 people to come. And I was really surprised because 60 people arrived and that was something that I never expect to happen. We were in a small coffee embedding and then there was almost no space for everyone to see the people were sitting in the, in the floor. And even being 60 people there, we created a really communicative session. Many people, uh, were, was participating and many people also were, um, giving their opinions and bringing their ideas. So that was the day when I said, okay, then we need to keep going and then we need to make this uh, community to grow. And after a few months, uh, we became almost 300 people. And after that second um, moment, it was when I started to think, okay, how can we go bigger? What can be next? And then I decided to go a step forward and put my professional skills that are in communication, event organization, marketing, and joining to this idea. So for me, it was kind of a natural process to make from the regular meetup meetings uh, a festival. Oh, that's, um, that's very interesting. I love when um, there is a, a personal need and you create something from that. So I would be interested to know what was your why and how did it connect to the goals of Zero Waste Berlin Festival? So I have several reasons to have started this project. And first of all, I think is the need of connection with people alike. Um, for me at the beginning, it was a feeling of trying to connect with others to basically improve my knowledge and to find inspiration in others. And I think other people might feel the same. So I wanted to help other people to have a space to connect and also to learn. And I think the second reason that I can say is also because of my personal beliefs. I think that a green future is possible. And well, we have a really good roadmap that are the SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals. So I agree this project basically also responding to them. So I think that uh, we need resources, we need information, and we need the spaces to facilitate uh, basically this green future that I think is possible. It was nice to hear how the whole thing went from an idea to building an entire community and then a festival all around zero waste. I'm curious to know to what extent and how do you implement the values of zero waste in your life? Well, first of all, I would like to clarify what the concept zero waste means to me, because I think, of course, the meaning uh, depends on the person. But for me, it's not only about the final plastic or the trash that you are generating at your home or maybe just in your kitchen. But it's a whole movement that is around every decision that you are making. So waste for me is any impact, any trace or ways that you direct or indirectly leave. So 
basically you need to think in not only the final step or the consumption you make as a citizen or as a buyer, but also you need to think in everything that has been behind. So for example, a simple idea on this is that we encourage people to bring containers to pick up the food at the restaurant. But you never think that maybe, okay, you are avoiding one plastic when picking up this food, but it doesn't mean that this restaurant got all the ingredients without a package or that they got the regional food and maybe the food already traveled thousands of kilometers. So it's something that you are having an impact even if you don't want to have it. So my vision of zero waste is a holistic vision to say so. And then I think I have changed things that everybody else can do, of course, starting with my kitchen and my bathroom, uh, always going to do groceries with my reusable bags or trying to buy local as much as possible. And one of the things that I feel more proud of is uh, my reusable bottle because I drink a lot of water and it's almost six years that I'm using reusable bottles. I have to say I use more than one because, of course, six years ago, I, I was not aware so much about the quality that I need to put into a reusable bottle. So uh, I didn't buy the best one from the beginning, but at the same time, I avoid a lot of plastic bottles and I also save money, you know, so... And then on a secondary level, I also started to buy secondhand clothes and I uh, reduced my animal products consumption. That is something I never thought before in my life. And I'm doing it because of the climate impact that it has. Well, Coral, um, thank you for sharing this um, this definition of uh, what zero waste means to you, because it is true when, well, Personally, when I think about waste, I always think about what is visible and I actually don't push the thinking process um, as you have described. So bringing all this information and knowledge, as, as you were saying, through uh, the Zero Waste Festival and um, also personally, because you, you are into this movement, what was the biggest challenge that you faced and how did you overcome it? And how did it help you grow? Well, honestly, I have to say that COVID has been the biggest challenge that I needed to face as an entrepreneur and when I started uh, this project. So we were planning to create an event in person and selling everything changed. Uh, and we ended up with new plans. So actually, I was really lucky because the project was selected by Soul Incubator on 2020. And we have the security to be part of it during all the years. So that really allowed me to have uh, time to pivot, to research and to really come with, with new ideas. No. So what was also really challenging for me was that I needed to start a project working remotely and manage a team also not being together. So it was a really challenging moment to be each of us in our houses, starting to work together. What is a, a new step in, when you start a project, not to get to know your colleagues and, and find their processes to work together. So that was um, a, a, at the beginning a bit difficult, but then we were able to also overcome it. And well, also 
COVID made us to rethink the, the business concept and how we wanted to do it because we have our goals clear, but back then I didn't know if I was able to deliver the same goals that I had before. So, um, it was a moment of stopping thinking, changing the ideas and simply start working into a new model that at the end resulted in a digital event that we hosted in September last year. And well, as solopreneur, I think uh, that usually you need to deal with all the things. This might be things that other people have also to face last year. But when you are by yourself and you have no other person or a co-founder to check with, it sometimes it's, it's a real challenge to take so many decisions in such a short period of time. Social businesses depend on having an environmental or social impact. Zero Waste Berlin Festival also has an important impact, and it's particularly in its mission. I'm wondering if you could share a story or an anecdote, however big or small, that shows this impact in practice. Yeah, sure. So, well, I think that, of course, impact can be measured in many ways and in many different formats. But something that I realized that I can have an impact with this project was on the first meeting, and it's going back two years, when we were 60 people there, sit, as I just mentioned. And when one person stand up and asked me, okay, but what can I do? What can I do from tomorrow that I can have an impact and really change something? And my advice back then was take simple steps and be practical. So be practical means find solutions that you can do as he was asking from tomorrow. And I don't know how it came up to say, okay, so from tomorrow, maybe don't buy uh, broccoli that comes in plastic. And well, everybody laughs, but at the moment we just ask, okay, who is uh, willing to not buy broccoli with plastic anymore from tomorrow. So almost everybody, of course, raise their hand. And you say, okay, yes, but this is something everybody can do. The thing is, after that first meeting and that uh, funny moment, three months later, I met this same person again in another meeting and I was talking to him. And actually he mentioned, you know, I really stopped buying broccoli uh, in plastic. I not only changed that, but I did this and I did that. So he was giving me a lot of examples of things he was doing because from that simple action, he was able to find uh, another supermarket and another place to buy their food. And he was also starting to even collect uh, the water from his shower, you know. So uh, from a simple, tiny action, his lifestyle changed a lot. And this is something I think we have been doing from the very beginning of the project. I love it. I love it because um, it, it reminds me the hummingbird story. You start with something really small, as you said, and it has a bigger impact uh, on his daily life. Just awesome. From one piece of broccoli to a sustainable life in one year. <laughs> it could be the cover of a book. <laughs> so, um, Coral. What are you most proud of for Zero Waste Berlin Festival? Well, I think it is that at the moment I can say we and not I anymore because it's not only me. Uh, it's a team of 12 members that are working behind this project. It's a team of enthusiasts and a team of 
people with the same goal and, and with the same vision. Okay, you're our third guest, and in every single episode of this podcast, I see that everybody is focusing on community. It's all about the people, having an impact on people, and involving the people in the process. So I'm happy to see this repeated with you and with uh, Zero Waste Berlin Festival. We're reaching the end of this interview, so I want to ask you, if you were to share just one final thing, a takeaway for our audience, what would that be? It will be to find your passion. So if you want to have impact, if you want to create a social business and if you want to make it happen, you need to really enjoy what to do. And you really need to like what you are doing because if it is not your passion, it might be that after a few months you wake up and you are just too tired or too many things happen that were not what you expected. And then if you are not really enjoying what you are doing, it might be a bit more difficult for you to continue. So it might sound like a cliche, but I think that's uh, basically the key. Well, some cliches are worth repeating. Exactly. Maybe you would like to share with the audience where they can find more information about Zero Waste Berlin Festival and how they can join it as well. Sure. So first of all, you can visit our website, zerowaysmelinfestival.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn with the same name. And well, everybody can join for people who want to attend the festival. We will be releasing the tickets really soon. And for companies or organizations that want to participate and take part at the event, they can also contact me directly or to our email info at zerowaysberlinfestival.com and we will be really happy to come with them and welcome them to, to be part of the event. We'll make sure to share the links on the description of this episode. And with that, we've reached the end of the episode. So thank you very much, Coral, for being with us today. Thank you for sharing your experience with us and also a big, big thank you to Impact Hub Berlin for hosting us today. Impact Hub is a global network that is empowering entrepreneurs and organizations to create innovative solutions for people and the planet. So thank you for being one of these people, Coral. Thank you so much to you guys. It's really nice what you are doing to give a voice also for the people who are trying to do our best. And I really wish you a lot of success. Thanks, Coral. If you've enjoyed this episode, look for SenseCast on your favorite podcast platforms. We're releasing a new episode every second Sunday of the month. This podcast has been produced by Antonis, Fatou, and Sylvia from Make Sense Berlin, a community of people passionate about social impact with a mission to create a better world. See you in the next episode of SenseCast. <laughs>